0: Well, good morning, Wednesday Avenue, and Happy New Year all of you all. While I was uh, doing a little bit of research on the New Covenant, it occurred to me that it's kind of like a transition, the New Covenant, the Old Covenant, back to the Old Covenant, the New Covenant, so it was, I was flipping through verses from the Old Testament and the New Testament about war revival but. The New new Covenant is frequently referenced in the New Testament. It was ratified through Jesus' death death on the cross. And Christians view the New Covenant as a new relationship between God and humans. The New Testament references the covenant in Luke, 1 and 2 Corinthians, Hebrew, Matthew, and Mark. In Luke 22, 20, for example, Jesus tells us, um, that tells his disciples that the Lord's Supper, the Last Supper, this cup is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for you. Another name given to the New Testament in the Old Testament is Everlasting Covenant, which speaks to its duration. The word new can suggest a rather radical break from past covenants, but the word in Hebrew, chadish, I think that's right, chadish can also mean renewed. Note that the principal parties of the covenant of the house of Israel and the house of Judah when God promised that Abraham and Abraham's seed all nations would be blessed in Genesis 12, 3. The issue with the Old Covenant is not with its maker, certainly not with its maker, nor is the issue with its content, but rather with God's people who broke their vows to him. In verse 32 of the King James Version, Jesus states, I was a husband unto them. God said that this covenant would not be like the covenant of Exodus or Sinai, but it would be made after those days when the people of Israel are restored to their land. Also, the new covenant would not be written in, would not be written on tablets, but rather written in their hearts. In verses 31 through 34, note that once the external law is a thing of the past. So will be teaching. And in verse 34 of the King James verse it says, They shall all know me. The scripture talks about from least the greatest, suggests that all people, no matter their social class, no matter their age, God will forgive sin and remember their sin no more.
1: Let's bow this Holy Father, we bow our heads to the dust of the earth. We bow low in reverence to you. You are our Creator. Father, we thank you for the great love and the great grace you show us. We thank you for that new covenant that we can have forgiveness for our sins. We thank you for your son who came do this world, live a perfect life, Showed us how we should be living our lives, how we can be the kind of Christians you can be proud of. He came and he gave that life up, that we might have a home in heaven. We thank you for blessing us and for loving us and for forgiving us when we come up short. It's in Christ's name we pray.
0: Reading is from Mark, Acts, and Romans. Mark 1 to 15. Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. In Acts nineteen eight, and he entered the synagogue and for three months spoke boldly. <coughs> reasoning and persuading them about the kingdom of God. In the last scripture in Romans 14, 17, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking out of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit.
2: You know, it's where that exceeded your expectations. something that was like, wow, that was better than we thought got a book here for our favorite place in Gatlinburg or in the Phil. a lot experience. The food, the views, the service exceeds our expectations. Can't wait to tell people about it, right? It's really cool. And we all learned about Versailles, landscape architecture history, right? We learned about the grand palace and the grand fountains and the grand design that uh, Andre de Le did for Louis XIV, right? And then when you go there, it's like, wow. Well, then I stumbled upon it. It was on Sunday afternoon when they're running the fountains. It's like, man, you're going to Paris you got to go to Versailles, right? Because we all started in school. We'll get no affirmative nods. Anybody else who lists the architecture of history? You just can't wait to tell people. You've got to see it on the Sunday. If you've got to go to Versailles, you got to see it. If you're going to Paris, you got to see Versailles. Jesus is trying to say, hey, this new kingdom is going to exceed your expectations, right? This is not what you're thinking. I'm not going to take David's place. I'm not going to restore to Israel. I'm not going to kick out the ones again. This is beyond what you're thinking. This is going to exceed your expectations, right? this I need you thinking up here. And they didn't like what he said. I was going to kill him. Paul says in Philippians 3, he says, the government that rules us is in heaven. We're waiting for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, to come from there. He will change our humble bodies and make them like his own glorious so we're not only going to a great right place that exceeds our expectations we're not going to be in this existence and it's really interesting to think of what this new kingdom is going to be like let's pray dear lord we're honored and humbled that you have planned for us to be with you in your new kingdom forever and lord paul says that we've grown to put on our spiritual bodies and leave these tents of bodies so we can't wait to be with you and lord we can't wait to be with those friends that have passed recently and a long time ago, <clears throat> husbands and wives that have passed, parents, Lord, grandparents—we haven't seen in many years—you know, have us all there with you together in your new kingdom, in our spiritual bodies. And we're so excited. and We're so thankful. Thank you for thank you for making this possible. Thank you for making it so that in the beginning of time, you you can bring us back to you through your new covenants, into your new kingdom, through your commands and through your mercies and through the new birth that you've asked us to do. Lord, we can't wait to be with you. Until then, we will keep coming here, every Sunday reminding ourselves of how you make everything new. In Jesus' name, i am read the next one. This is from John. John wrote three different areas of the Bible. This is the Gospel of John. we got three letters he wrote, the Gospel of Revelation. So, the first thing he wrote is the Gospel. New commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I loved you. You also love one another. Then, years later, in his first letter, we have the love I'm writing to you. No new commandment, mm-hmm. an old commandment that you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you've heard. At the same time, it is a new commandment I'm writing to you, which is true in him and in you because the darkness is passing away, the true light is already shining.
0: John 13, 34 defines the new covenant of love as the distinguishing mark of Jesus' disciples. Also, the distinguishing mark of us today, of all Christians today. It closely resembles, though, the Mosaic, Mosaic commands to love the Lord in Deuteronomy 6:5 and to love one's neighbor as oneself in Leviticus and Mark. In Matthew 5, 43 through 48, Jesus said, We must even love our enemies. Good. First John 2, 6 through 8 is all about the new commandment. Note to our though our responsibility in verse 6 of chapter 2 to walk even as he walked. In this scripture, the love commandment was intensified by Jesus and is actually rooted in God's love and his commandments in the old testament in leviticus Leviticus 19 18 and deuteronomy 6 5. the eleven disciples would survive jesus's absence as will we by obeying his example of love the commandment is new and that it was a special love other believers of other believers based on the sacrificial love of Jesus who said as I have loved you so you must love another one another our love and support for one another will enable us to get through these hostile world we live in today our relationship with fellow believers and non-believers are key indicators of whether we are walking that is, living our life in the light or in the darkness. The love thing, this love thing, is sign to others of our Christian faith.
3: as they'll know we are Christians by our love. You sang this song before, there is a part that comes out that won't be on the screen and it says love, 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 the gospel in one word is love, love thy neighbor, love thy brother as thy neighbor, love thy brother as thy, neighbor. thy, neighbor as thy brother, thank you, love, love, love. sing that. We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. And we pray that our unity may one day be restored. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love, yes they'll know. Walk hand in hand. We will walk with each other. We will walk hand in hand, and together we'll spread the news that God is in our land, and they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll Praise to the Spirit who makes us one, and though we are Christians by our love, by our love, yes, no, we are Christians by our love.
0: The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. great is your faithfulness.
1: Yesterday, Robbie and I were taking a drive, two hour drive to meet her sisters. We were going over the order of service, which is what we do for fun, I guess. And uh, I said, all I have to do is two prayers in a row. She said, no, you've got to discuss uh, Lamentations. And I said, well, I got to go home and do some homework then. (laughs) So here's what I came up with. Uh, Lamentations is written by Jeremiah, the weeping prophet and lament is a passionate expression of grief and sorrow and he's weeping Because the Babylonians have invaded Judea, they've enslaved everyone of value and taken them back with them. They've destroyed the temple. They burned the city gates. The people are starving and they're dying and they cry out to the Lord. But in all of Lamentations, the Lord does not answer. God's punishing them for worshiping idols. The punishment is deserved, but uh, Jeremiah thinks it's unusually harsh in verse 342 he says we have transgressed and rebelled and you have not forgiven in Lamentations God does not answer his plea so 321 says uh, he says I have hope it's the only place in Lamentations where he says he's changed that he has hope so why does he have hope verse 22 god's love never ends and he has mercy on us 23 each day is a new beginning to experience god's grace and god keeps his covenant faithfully now the old covenant exodus 34 the lord a god merciful and gracious slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness keeping steadfast love for thousands of generations, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. But, he will not by no means clear the guilty. He will visit the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the grandchildren, and even the great-grandchildren, third and fourth generations. That's the old covenant. And that's what happened. The new covenant, I will read from Ezekiel. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone, give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors, and you will be my people and I will be your God.
3: Gene's not here, so I'm going to stray a little bit. I hope this is not dangerous, but there is a song called The step Best Love of the Lord, and we're going to sing that. Mm-hmm. And some of the words are up on the screen right now, but Hopefully some of you can help it before we can get through. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They oh, are every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I Sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> the, the lower lights be burning. Thank you very much. I'm thinking again, and I'll follow this. Mm-hmm. Brightly beams our Father's mercy. Brid-
4: Dear Heavenly Father, we're thankful for this beautiful Lord's Day and the honor and privilege we have now at this time to assemble here, to send praises unto thee, to worship thee, and to tell you how much we love you, how much we care for you, and how much you cared for us. We pray especially for our brothers and sisters in foreign lands who may not have the freedom to Worship thee to tell others about thee. And we pray to continue to bless them and keep them safe and help them to do much good in thy name. Our Father, as we now end the what we call the calendar year 2023, and go to 2024. We pray to help us to remember that every good and every perfect gift comes from thee. And the number one gift will always be gift of son Jesus who came to earth and suffered a torturous and undeserved and innocent death on the cross Wash away our sins with his precious blood. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The scripture reading is the book of John chapter 3 verses 3 through 5. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, cannot see the kingdom of God. The demon said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's room and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly I say unto you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That's John chapter 3 verses 3, three through 5. i want
2: to mention three really great places, not necessarily equal. The Buckhorn Inn, Kaplanburg. really since the 30s. looks out over Mount con great breakfast, a great dinner if you get on the reservation list. It's like a four-course meal. But to get in there, I gotta have a credit card, and a valid ID, this is my Tennessee ID. By the way, the state of Tennessee doesn't require you to update your license if you move. Life is simpler if you do. I'll just tell you, after three and a half years, it's just simpler if you update your new address. <clears throat> I told Versailles, outside of Paris. If you go there, you need one of these. It's a passport. Mine is valid still. And when I got it out last night, my family said it looks like a mugshot. They tell you not to smile. I didn't. It looks bad. But I can go to France with this, and hopefully my States left me back in when I come back. That's how I get back and forth, right between countries. That's how we set it up, is we have a passport. It is not a quick thing to get, I'll just tell you. But quick. The way we get to heaven, Jesus mentions it here. Very confusing. How can we keep born again? How do you born with water and the Spirit? There's a lot of passion on being baptized, right? We, we know that Jesus is talking about the water is being baptized, being immersed. And we know that the Greek version of that is immersion. I was baptized at church camp, Fall Creek Falls, in Pine Creek. At, uh, church camp number one in the river right there, a the little swimming pool. And I remember coming up. And looking through the murky water at the light coming through. It's not the cleanest place in the world And then of course we have lots of examples of missionaries baptizing in pools of water or rivers that just aren't that nice So the Jordan River itself is not that clean of the told. right back here and I can't show you Right back here. We have a baptistry tree that has chlorinated water. That's warm It doesn't get easier than this And I did a class or I did a sermon one time Previous church where I took a camera and showed what it looks like back here. Take the mysterious mystery away from it because we make it such a complicated thing, right? James joked, we gotta have all these tests, and we got all these obscure facts. In in Acts 2 in Acts 8, in Acts 16, people heard the word and were baptized, right? Then it's not that complicated. So Jesus is saying you've got to be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. And so we have it right here, we make it very easy. It's coordinated, it's heated. Jeff can help you get through there and we can we can make it today. What a great way to go to 2024, right? We're talking about new beginnings, we're talking about all things new. This is what it means. You're buried to your own self, and you come up a new creature, a new commander, a new mercy, as we've been looking at. So the invitation is really: hey, it's a good time to do it. It's a good time right now. We'll make this happen. However,. I have seen a lot of baptisms happen at 11 o'clock at night because somebody just felt like, you know what, now's the time. So it doesn't happen do it. It's really convenient. If you thinking about it, do it now. It's also a good time to get the prayers of your brothers and sisters. In James chapter 5, we study on Wings and James says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So, what about 30 to 40? Righteous people praying for you. That's powerful and effective. So if you need prayers, or if you'd like to start a new world, a new, a new world, a new kingdom, as a new citizen in a new year, this is the time to do it. Come forward while we stand and sing.